This is Reverend Kirk Lawton, minister at Ocean Lakes Family Campground, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that this message may enrich your life as you find God especially meaningful to you. Thank you for worshiping with us. Outside the downtown rescue mission in Louisville, Kentucky, a little ragged, dirty boy was sitting one evening on the steps. When the mission chaplain arrived, he recognized this little boy as one who had often slipped into the evening services there. To make small talk and to develop contact with the little boy, the chaplain said, Son, are you looking forward to Thanksgiving? You going to have a turkey this year? The chaplain later admitted that it was a thoughtlessly cruel question on his part, for the little boy began to cry as he answered, No, sir, we're not going to be thankful this year. It costs too much. That chaplain said that he never forgot his careless blunder. That little boy's father was not at home. His mother mopped floors at night in a local brewery to pay the rent, barely. And this little boy had told the truth for himself and for all of us as well. Yes, it is quite expensive to be thankful. In the 116th Psalm, verse 17, the psalmist speaks of the sacrifices or the sacrifice of thanksgiving. We don't usually think of thanksgiving as a sacrifice, do we? Well, the truth is that it does cost us some things to be truly thankful. It costs us, for example, some pride to admit that our well-being is dependent upon the service and the activity of other people is a form of reducing our own ego. That's hard for some people to take. The prayer of a New England clergyman expressed the matter very well as he prayed these words. O Lord, as you know very well, here we are again, We're here to do one of the hardest things any mortal can do, to give thanks and really mean it. First of all, there are those people who don't ever say thanks for anything because they figure that whatever they have, they got all by themselves. Then there are those who do give thanks for things received, but you catch something in their voice that asks, and why didn't I get it sooner? And there are those who also say thanks, but they imply, why didn't I get more? Yes, to be truly thankful costs us some pride. But there's something else that thanksgiving really will cost us, and that is cynicism. The one who is a perpetual pessimist, fault finder, is never a truly grateful person. Thanksgiving for that one is too high priced. I read about some archaeologists who were digging in the ancient ruins in the Mideast. They came upon some fragments with difficult letters to decipher. When they called in the language experts, the message turned out to be this. Alas, alas, things are not what they used to be. (laughs) Have you heard that tune lately? Here's the way one person expressed it. It is a gloomy moment in history. Not in the lifetime of any man who reads this paper has there been so much grave and deep apprehension. 
Never has the future seemed so dark and incalculable. The United States is beset with racial, industrial, commercial chaos, drifting we know not where. Other nations hang like a storm cloud on the horizon, dark, menacing, foreboding. It is a solemn moment. Of our own troubles, no man can see the end. Well, that quotation did not come from last week's issue of a current news magazine. Those words were printed in Harper's Magazine in the year 1847, 173 years ago. Or if you wish, consider this observation, which is attributed to a very wise man. He said, there is little doubt that the present generation of college young men and women is in a serious moral difficulty. Compared with the generations preceding, they have shunned discipline and willingness to excel in their studies, common modesty and decency in manners and in dress are apparently things of the past. The fact that evil is called good, while good is called evil, seems to be of small concern to them. This is another one of those alas, alas statements. And this time, that statement came from a man whose name was Aristophanes, who lived in the 5th century B.C., Yes, a cynical person will always be able to find something wrong, but genuine thanksgiving will be too high priced for this person. You see, it does cost us some cynicism to be thankful. True thanksgiving also costs us our complaining attitude. Amy Bolding says, one time when I was a teenager, I felt that my mother was making more dresses for my younger sister than she made for me. So childlike, I accused her of loving my sister more. No, I do not love her more, explained her mother. But your sister is so pleased with all the things I make for her, and you are hard to please. This lady concluded, looking back on her teenage years, had I shown more gratitude, I would have had more dresses. Yes, a complaining attitude will have to be sacrificed if there's to be true thanksgiving. That's one of the prices that has to be paid. Finally, genuine thanksgiving costs us one other thing, and that is a surrender of our narrow view of life for God's wider view. When the psalmist prayed, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, this was not because the psalmist had experienced no problems or hardships. In fact, earlier in this same psalm, 116, the psalmist confesses, the danger of death was all around me. The horrors of the grave closed in on me. I was filled with fear and anxiety. Genuine thanksgiving transcends our present immediate problems and looks to the wider view that view which we get when we look at things from God's perspective. During a harvest festival in India, an elderly widow arrived at her church with an extraordinarily large offering of rice, 
far more than this poor woman could be expected to afford. The pastor of the church did not know the woman very well, but he did know that she was very poor. And so he asked her if she were making some offering in gratitude for perhaps an unusual blessing that she had received. Yes, replied the woman. My son was sick, and I promised a large gift to God if he got well. The pastor said, oh, then your son has recovered. The widow paused for some time, and then she answered, no, my son died last week, but I know that he is now in God's care, and for that I am especially thankful. Oh, how wonderful it is when we can have that God-given ability to look beyond the troubles and the problems just ahead of us and recognize a loving God who still cares for us. The person who bases thanksgiving only upon his own viewpoint, his own limited perspective, will never be able to be truly grateful. Genuine thanksgiving costs us a surrender of our narrow view of life for God's wider view. When we remember that in all things God is working for the good, for those who love Him, then we have a sound basis from which gratitude can flow from our hearts. Our Lord Jesus knew how to be thankful, and He taught His disciples how. Luke records how Jesus, as he was gathered with his disciples in that upper room, knowing what he was facing on the cross, did not forget to give thanks to the Father. Luke says in chapter 22, and he took bread and gave thanks. And then a few verses, another verse, and he took the cup and gave thanks. A few years ago, a pastor in California received a call from the hospital that someone there wanted to see him. The preacher responded and was ushered into the room where he met this patient, a fellow by the name of John Wayne. The minister said, I sat with the Duke for about an hour or more. This was when he had had his last surgery for cancer. I'm convinced, said the preacher, that during this conversation, John Wayne made a commitment to God. As I prayed with him, he said, Preacher, everything is all right between me and the Lord. It was not long after that conversation that John Wayne was interviewed by Barbara Walters. That preacher said that he watched this show with great interest. The minister admitted, although this man's life was certainly not an example of Christian virtue, conduct by any means, Yet I watched him as he spoke, but he was now humble and seemed subdued. Barbara Walters, Walters asked him, John, you're dying of cancer. Aren't you depressed? Oh, no, he said. But you're going to die. Yes, I know that. But doesn't that depress you when you look ahead? And the great actor, John Wayne, answered, no. Every morning when I wake up, I'm just thankful that I have seen the light of another day. It makes me so happy that I can live another day. Isn't that what Jesus had in mind when he told us, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 
I think that little boy at the mission was right. Thanksgiving does cost a lot. Many who go through the forms of Thanksgiving this year will not really be thankful, even though they may have enough money to buy any number of turkeys and all the trimmings. It costs more than money to have a genuine Thanksgiving. It costs us our pride, our cynicism, our complaining attitude, and our surrender of our own narrow view of life for God's wider view. There are only three more days now till Thanksgiving. True Thanksgiving involves sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice these things this year in order to have the greatest Thanksgiving you've ever had? Well, pray with me. Father, we thank you that another Thanksgiving season has rolled around. We pray, Lord, that this Thanksgiving, even with all the problems and troubles this world is facing, we might not forget that we have many, many reasons to be truly thankful to you. But of all the blessings we have, Lord, we know our greatest blessing is the gift of your son, Jesus. And it's in his wonderful name.